Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Hey, how you doing? I'm Randy. I'm John. <laughs> and um, this is basically John's idea of Randy tells stories. Or stories that he's read and then puts them in funny words. <laughs> and I, put, I do wonderful anecdotes to it that sometimes make sense and other times just verbal diarrhea. <laughs> so one of the stories we're going to do today is uh, Why Man, Volume 1, Unman. Essentially, if you've read this comic, it is the story of the last man on Earth. The literal last man on Earth. So it starts with uh, Yorick, who is a magician, actually an escape artist, and he has... Hey, yeah. You kind of do need to be an escape artist then after you sent you the last man on Earth. Well, uh, yeah, but <laughs> so then, like, that's going to get... That actually becomes quite crucial later on. Oh, okay. Because um, he proposes to his girlfriend, who's in Australia, over the phone, with uh, a ring that he found in a magic shop. <laughs> yeah. And then the ring gets lost because his monkey, Ampersant, takes it from him. Okay. You gotta have a he monkey. Got, he got a helper monkey because he got bored. <laughs> <laughs> but Ampersand and Yorick are just sitting there proposing to this girl, um, Katie, who's in Australia, and it's like a 5.35 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon in a random, in modern day 2002. At that moment, every thing, every human, animal, and plant life with a Y chromosome drops dead. <laughs> wow. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It was a strange day. Yeah, that's, that's Taco Tuesday. Every, yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense now. A lot of tacos, <laughs> yeah. A lot of tacos left over. <laughs> so, imagine that. Imagine how, what, what do men do in the world? They run our governments. They ship our food. They grow our food. They kill people. They kill people. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And they also work all the energy. So hmm. now, with no man on the planet... There is no government. There are no religious leaders. There are no farmers. There are no truck drivers, commercial pilots, NASCAR drivers, anyone who, do, who does that professionally. Carpenters, electricians, plumbers. Oh, well, we just went into Dark Ages Anarchy. Exactly. And in like, you think about it. A world without men instantly. And not just without men. Without males. No cows. No roosters. So there's no extra food. Oh, wow. There's not even meat left because there's only female cows. There's no bulls. There's no roosters. There's no There's no way to populate. There's no boars. Ooh, and there's one human left. And just one human and one monkey. The last men on Earth. <laughs> a man and a monkey. So then, trapped yeah, in, a man and his monkey trapped in a world full of women who then tried to murder him. <laughs> the women tried to murder him. Some of them do because they... How in every kind of apocalyptic kind of craziness, there is one religious zealot who believes that this was the will of the almighty goddess. And she smited the earth and rid it of men. And as goddesses, they follow in the way of the goddess. I imagine, you know, oh, praise Hera. And oh, just yeah. like Hera, they, she has her Amazons. Yep. And that's their title. They cut off their left breast to make better use of their archery skills. And then they hunt down anything that has to do with men. They burn down sperm banks. They go after even transsexuals. <laughs> wow. They shoot them <laughs> face first. <laughs> and Yorick needs to run. <laughs> because wow. the first woman he meets after 
surviving his truck from New York to New uh, to Washington to meet up with his mom, who's also a representative of Congress. He encounters a supermodel who drives the truck uh, a garbage truck, and what she's hauling in this garbage truck, the bodies of all the other men, because they're incinerating them. For every body she picks up, she gets like a ten percent can of food. Wow. She collects dead bodies to get food. And then she finds York. And then handcuffs him to the steering wheel and says, Oh no, you're not going anywhere, buddy. You're the last dude. And he's like, Are you gonna rape me? It's like, no, you're not my type. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be his type. He's the only one he's left. He's the only one left. How are you not his type? So, wow. <laughs> so when but a man a man who's handcuffed, but is also an escape artist. <laughs> Okay, see, that does come into play really well right there. So she turns around. Where's, and the, he's, where's the monkey in all The this? monkey's in a carrier case. Because, in, yeah. In a carrier case. In a carrier case. Because him and him and Ampersand are traveling the country to try and find his mom first. And then he escapes from the handcuffs. Him and Ampersand. Then later on, he finds his mom in the White House. And she's under attack from all the Republican wives. Because there are no women Republicans, not too many. So you got the Republican, the wives of the dead Republican congressmen. Yeah, wanting their husbands' seats to repopulate the the Congress, to fill it back up with their own with their own ideas. And yeah, we do that now, one at a time, but not when two hundred and fifty of them drop dead all at once. Yeah. So like, we have to have a democratic (laughs) process. Are you kidding me? All of them are dead. (laughs) So then. Somehow, there's a, a woman who is trying to find bits and pieces of trinkets. Her name is 355. She doesn't have a proper name. She's like a secret agent of an ancient society who's searching for artifacts that have to do with something. They don't, ex- I haven't gotten that far of what the, the hell it is, but <laughs> essentially, she takes Yorick and it's like, okay, keep him safe and make sure no one kills him. Because he is literally our last hope. We have to figure out how he survived and if it can be replicated. Because any new males don't. Anyone who was pregnant lost it. Okay, this is really interesting. So far, it's like Waterworld, but in the sea of estrogen. Yes, very much so. And then it's also... uh, What was that movie that we start killing everybody off at the end? during one day a year. Oh, Purge. Yeah, it's like the Purge it's almost. Like the Purge. With, with the crazy goddess zealots that... And the worst them. is... Yurik has a sister. Who's still alive. Well, I would hope so, because she... And leading the Amazons. <laughs> oh. Well, there we go. We just got... We just got right there. There it is. And that's the ultimate, first... Ultimate sibling rivalry. That is the end of the first part of that, that episode. That's wow. that comic. And it's like... This is such a crazy show. And I was like, it's it's something that I want in I wanna have it. I want I want like um I want Grant Gustafson from Flash to play Yorick. Because he seems like the type, kind of goofy looking and lanky. Yeah. And I just want someone hot to be play his sister. Cause, you know, I wanna see someone hot lose their breast. <laughs> really? Just, just just like that. Just like cut it off and like I gotta go kill me a man now. Welcome to Dog Finn Radio. There's something also. All right. You ever watched a uh, new series that got on Netflix now, Daredevil? Oh, I hate Daredevil so much 
because I made it made me love it too much. It did. It did. Uh, somebody else was talking about it online, and it's like uh, it's okay, whatever. It's like I'm a true DC fan. I was like, you know what? I'm a comic book fan. I like when things go well. I like good stories, and I also like when mother get their fucking bird kick. <laughs> I, it was really good. It was Daredevil. He, and you get a lot of all of that in Daredevil. Oh, yeah. But the only thing is just kind of weird. It's like it's starting out kind of like how Smallville did and Arrow and Flash and Gotham. Like, okay, he's now starting to do what he is supposed to do in the comics. Yeah. Does he have a costume? No. Yeah. It's black shirt, black pants. Yeah, it's like whatever he got out of Goodwill that weekend. Yeah. And it's like that episode with Rosario Dawson. And it's just like... Okay, I love Rosario Dawson in anything she does. Oh, God, yes. Everything she does. Um, I love her the most in Clerks, too. But in this, it's just like, she's not only funny, she's also a badass, and she's smart, and she's always beautiful. And I love Rosario Dawson. I want, no matter I want what. to drink her bath water. That's how bad <laughs> it is. Oh. But then, that, there's that scene where he's sort of like interrogating, he's like... He's going to tell me where I want to know. And she's like, stab him in the eye. <laughs> right there. Both are like, well, I can't see it. You got to look for the obstacle <laughs> nerve. Like, oh, how I'm I'll blind, hit. Le- woman. <laughs> how I know if I'll hit it? Oh, you'll know. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the little the homage to Old Boy in, the, like, the first or second episode. Yeah. That was, that was killer. That was so cool. It, it's like. I saw Raid uh, 2 the other day, and then I saw Daredevil, and I was like, these two things are always, like, the best way to punch someone in the face. Especially, like, slam your head against the ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's not about kung fu as much as, like, you fight like chimps. <laughs> yes. Just beat the ever-living stuffing out of each other, yeah. and the one who can take the most hits wins. Because, like, that's how Jackie Chan started. Everything's a weapon now. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, they've got a slinky. It's now wrapped around your throat and couldn't you know, leave you up there hanging. That's yeah. how Daredevil is in this hallway where it's like, I... And I don't understand. I, I thought something stupid. It's like, why didn't he use a gun? And I'm like, because he can't see. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see where he's shooting. So even if he did, he would miss. Yeah. And, like, the, the blast, the bang alone would disrupt his seeing. So he couldn't, you know, he wouldn't be able to see anyway. But, and I was like, why does he always have to, like, punch someone in the face? Because then he can feel their fist, and the smack lets him know where it, where it is next time. But the same thing, they didn't really address it that much, like, how his sight was. Yeah, you know in, what? In the, in the series. And, like, um... Because they kept saying, like, what well, you see, and he... And yeah. you see from his perspective, it literally looks like the whole world is on fire. Yeah. So are they doing with, like, his whole... He has the hearing and the... The echolocation, like like the Ben Affleck Daredevil? Or? Yeah, and I thought, you know, the Ben Affleck Daredevil, I remember that. And I was just like, that was... I would have liked it if it had been red. The, on the streets on fire, that's so much cooler looking. Yeah. The blue the blue dots and then the you know, pebbles in the rain and stuff with Jennifer Garner. That, that, that's crap. <laughs> no, no, I want it like... I want fire brimstone because he is the devil <laughs> incarnate. It brings the devil out. You know, like, oh, yes. the scene with the priest and everything. It's like, I, I just want to get forgiveness because uh, of all the things I'm going to do. And it's like, I have to call the police now because you are a murderer. 
any rational person says, but it's like, oh, well, peace be with you. <laughs> oh, but I still like whenever they first introduced Kingpin. Oh, and Vincent D'Onofrio in his thing. And then when he finally got the name out of one of the, one of the little under people, <laughs> after he got his ass handed to him by Daredevil, mm-hmm. finally gave him a name, and then became a little crying, whiny baby about how... He, Kingpin's gonna ground kill all everyone that he's ever known. So what happens? He's just headbutts a giant rusty stake oh, hanging out of a fence. That was so gross. You see the and, blood coming out of the yeah. nose and the mouth. It's just like, oh my god. But then the other the other thing I like I liked about that was he's in the police station. Now I've only seen up to episode five, so I oh. need to go home and like finish the rest. But. Uh, yeah, I'm a little he, further than you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is there further than I, I am. I'm at nine. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have things to read and watch as well. You know, I'm still behind on all my episodes of Flash and Arrow. But there's he's in the police station just checking on something else. And, you know, so tell me who we work for. The police are telling this, the Russian guy from two doors down. And, you know, Matt's in the other room just, like, listening. And I'm like, I don't, I, I only know one name. What's his name? Mr. Fisk, Wilson Fisk, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you should have said that." Click, click, boom! <laughs> oh, he pulled a gun on me, and like Matt just kind of has to stand there, like I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> should I, should I go in there and beat him up? But I'm in the middle of a police station. But I know I, they, I won't see him coming. But. Yeah, I, I, I won't see it. What happens? But oh, that's just terrible. Poor guy. <laughs> uh. But I, the, oh, everything, I don't know what it is. I, at first I didn't like it because to me, my kingpin, the one I was introduced to was from the Spider-Man animated series. So Uh he's kind of cocky. He's kind of really, he's like a big fat Lex Luthor. Yeah. And you know, he's kind of, kind of British, not not British, but more German, like, Mr. Fish, bring me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man will pay! <laughs> Instead, we got the stuttering guy that is completely social anxiety disorder. He he reminds me of... Oh, what is his name in that thing? Lawrence. Lawrence of Arabia. Or what, what did they call him? Oh, man, I gotta go from, back. Here. From Full Metal Jacket, he just left... And then became a crime boss. Oh, okay, yeah. So then he like he still he like he, he kept going and that guy's voice like screwed yeah. in his head and he was like, I'm gonna go out and make myself even more dangerous. Oh, so Private Pyle just went insane. Yeah. <laughs> even exactly. more insane but didn't blow his brains out. That's he didn't push it. He just had had all that anger and he put it down into a nice calm little bullet that he can now spew out at other people. <laughs> Like he did with the Russians. Exactly. Or like, or no, some nice little car door that he can just like slam a hundred times on somebody's poor skull. Until the head completely separates. That was <laughs> twisted. I was kind of hoping for, you know, Quentin Tarantino style blood on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was subtle. And then it like, and then it's like yeah. someone just took a bucket and dumped all the stuff out. Like, oh, <laughs> give me a little bit more. Give me a little bit more. Ah, just screw it. Put it all down there. <laughs> But, oh, and then, um, I don't know, so far in episode five, they've never said his name, but I know who it is. Um, it's Smythe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And mostly because, like I said, the characters I knew were from the animated series. So yeah. I'm not a big Marvel guy. I don't know if Kingpin and Smythe are always exclusively together, but I know that in the animated series, it was you had one and the other, and one did all the work, and the other one kind of just sat around and waited for Spider-Man to show up, and he'd get mad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but remember in the animated series, what happened to Smythe? Oh yeah, with with Smythe, mm-hmm. but with Smythe in the animated series, didn't they like try to make him like half robotic in that as well? Or? I know he had like some kind of uh, Professor X mini bike thing that he yeah. like kind of scooter around on, and that was what that was like the extent of. And then that went into like the Sinister Spider robot crusher or whatever that he he built like a huge one like I'm gonna kill Spider Man. Yeah. But, you know, that's never going to happen in a live-action version now. We're going to have... Well, no, no, if we got enough money for the CGI, it's kind of like, um... Of course, they probably burned you through a crap load of money on that one. Yeah. Kind of like, if you remember, like, Something, 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 Dark Side from Family Guy. Oh, good. And it's like, here, we just blew $10,000 on animating a purple elephant that danced across the screen. I was... I want... If it's going to be like that, then it's going to have to have Transformers-type money. And if they're going to build Transformers-type money on anything else, they need to make Power Rangers, the movie, and just just call it like it is. Yeah, just but they need to do it like that YouTube video, though. Oh, man. that I saw it, and then I saw the whole thing, and I'm like, this is really cool. And then it got to the end, and I was like, I don't like it anymore. Just because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I like stories that make sense. I, know, I kept, I kept expecting to see like the old, the old actors in there. That's what I was expecting too. I was and like, no, we where got new is ones. Billy? He's gonna come out and just like stab somebody in the face. When I met David Yost that one time, it was just, like, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, that bad. I met Vulcan Skull at Space City Con. Now those guys were cool. They are cool, yeah. and I got so starstruck yeah. when I met them. I don't even know what it was. Like, I. I froze. I've never, I've never had that experience where I've met someone I know I watched on television, because maybe I never beforehand had ever met someone I've watched on television and just went. Ah. I had that with Bulk and Skull. Same, and same thing. Mainly, mainly the guy that played Bulk. Well, they were there. Both. I mean, one, uh, they were just sitting there at the table, and I felt kind of like strange that I didn't pay to go see them. And I was like, "There's a huge line around the corner for." For uh, Jason David Frank and these guys here, and I swear to, I swear I'm I'm really sad that I don't know their real names. <laughs> just... Paul Schreer and Jason Narvey. Okay, see. Well, Doctor Jason Narvey, he's got a PhD now. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Amazing Power Rangers might pay for something. Apparently, <laughs> I know he was out when they did um, Lost in Space or whatever that was, and he was not there. That's when he went to go get his doctorate. That was yeah, yeah. How are you? Oh yeah, they did the Space Rangers. Space Rangers. Uh, oh god, which was that? No, that was it. Was after Zio. That was the last one. Yeah, right after Zio, it was. Uh, it was Rangers PD Space PD or no? That was that was Rangers SPU or SPD or something like that. Rangers Law and Order SPU. <laughs> that would be a show to do. We're gonna get you, Goldar. We're going to get you called our... 10 to 20. 10 to 20. <laughs> 10 to 20. 10 to 20. Dun, dun. <laughs> now, that would be interesting. Have them come in there, be the lawyers, and just all yeah. there in their, their uniforms. It's, it's like... 
Your Honor, my client Lord Zed is just a simple man who wants a simple thing, and it it is to build a robot army in peace. <laughs> and it's like, deni- Bill denied. <laughs> this guy tried to skin me while we were talking. And then you got Goldar. And then you got, and you got Goldar. He'd be there, and his lawyer would be like, well, he just tried to use. He just got mistaken because he doesn't know which gender he is, really. Because right. he's like part dog, part griffin. We don't part know. Part griffin, part monkey. And the whole time, well, he walked into the women's bathroom and. Oh man! He accidentally exposed himself to Why everybody you, in front of the Get out of my brain! That's exactly what I was thinking. If Goldar was going to get charged with a crime, it would be exposing himself. <laughs> yes, it would. But see, it'd be like the moose that was in Grown Ups Two, right in the beginning when. Adam Sandler scares the moose. It rears up and starts pissing on everybody. That's what Goldar would do. He'd kick open the stall. They scream. Ah, I pee all over him. <laughs> and as you can tell, people, we kind of uh, veered off topic. Went from point A to point B and then tried to get to C, but we ended up going to Q and R. I love So now we're, we're back to... to C again, which was Daredevil with Wilson Fisk. I'm trying to get back to what A was. <laughs> we started with Daredevil. We started... We started with something else. Oh, that was a couple of recordings ago. <laughs> All right, fine. Anyway, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors, which we're still trying to figure who they are. Dogfin Radio. It has the bark and squirts water at you at the same time. <laughs> All right, so you want to talk about who again? Uh, Deborah. You know what? That's probably why I forgot about her. Deborah and Hall. The, the redhead from True Blood, is that what it... Oh, yes. Yes. Because we're, we're, we're talking about Daredevil, yeah, the, and the, the first the, episode introduces the smoking hot redhead from True Blood. Which she never... Everyone in True Blood showed everything. She was the only one that you never saw. What? The entire <laughs> time. That's why I don't watch True Blood. <laughs> well, you know, with True Blood, you got... That's you, why you I don't have, watch you have True vampires Blood. that you know they don't sparkle; they actually blow up. That's why I don't or watch you, True Blood. Or if you stake them in the heart, it becomes well Quentin Tarantino's menstrual cycle. Because that's that's just like any kind of like Lindsay Lohan stripper movie where she's showing like <laughs> I'm a stripper. No, you're a person who's making a mess with your extra clothes. You can, please get off our stage, you drunk. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to Deborah. Dan let's Hall. go back to Deborah. Yeah. So the smoking hot redhead, I'm going to refer to her as the smoking hot porcelain skin. Yeah, with porcelain skin and eyes made of jewels. Oh God, yes. Yes. Oh, and Foggy, Foggy in this in Daredevil is hilarious. Oh yes. John Favreau did a great job in the Ben Affleck version, uh, but this guy, who I know I've seen him somewhere else before, but I don't remember what it is. Um, but he... Oh, the sidekick? Yeah, the sidekick. Yeah, and I've seen him in other things, too. I can't remember what they are. I just it must not really like register that much in my brain. I <laughs> want to say he's like from Pete and Pete on like a Nickelodeon show. Oh, something. dear God, he might have been. That, we'll have to Google that later. Yeah, that's something to Google later. But definitely the smoking hot redhead from True Blood in Daredevil. She brings just enough that we need... Every show. What was I going to say about this? I don't know, because I can't get her beautiful mouth out of my mind. It is just like, or onto something else. Or onto something else. <laughs> something very phallic-shaped. It's like a hockey puck, isn't it? That's what it is. I just I keep trying to follow it, and I'm always falling behind. It's only one inch tall and three inches wide. That's right. 
Oh, that that's that's not cool. <laughs> I was thought we were talking about a metaphor. You were making fun of me. <laughs> Took him a minute. <laughs> it did. I was just like, what is he talking about, Pocky Puck? Yeah, I gotta go where the puck's gonna be, right? That's what it is. Like a Gretzky thing. No. <laughs> making fun of my cheese wheel. <laughs> But, it's like uh, a button. Like, <laughs> I may not touch bottom, but I will stretch out the edges <laughs> with my cheese wheel. <laughs> Let's go back to her on Daredevil. Oh, so Daredevil's on. <laughs> anyway, um, the first episode is like a murder mystery that just happens to have a slightly more aggressive Batman-esque kind of character. Yeah. And another thing that always bugged me about Daredevil in the movies or in the television show and didn't happen in Smallville or any of the recreations uh, with Superman. If Daredevil can hear the variation of someone's heartbeat and know when they're lying, the Kryptonian who can hear hairs on a flea grow cannot discern between people lying to him constantly. And it's like, in Smallville, that would have been such a terrible plot device because every ten minutes he would have been like, Oh, don't worry. Uh, oh, Lex, yeah, Lex yeah. are you trying to find out who I am? No, Clark, I would never try to find out who you are. <laughs> Liar! Well, you gotta think about it, too. With Smallville, it was whenever he was in high school with everyone else. Would he be able to smell the hormones, too? Yeah! Wouldn't he be worried about his super sperm blowing the top of her head off? Nah, he wouldn't be worried about that, because, you know, you, you practice. All right. Oh, what? Gals? You, you get a candle, you get a wind, you get a wall facing nowhere, and then you just go at it. I bet Superman gets off on the x-rays of other people, and then he's just like, well, I guess this is how I get turned on now. Nothing better than a baby with a machine gun. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we know what else is on? Daredevil. <laughs> I keep going off topic. I I don't exactly help with that either. but every time I think about Daredevil and that, like, there's a whole scene in Daredevil where he's just, like, listening and he's like, do you... Because in the Ben Affleck, it's very... He uses it once. They don't ever use it ever again. They just, like... But in in the show, he can hear, like... A guy, like, there's a guy coming up the stairs. He's three floors down. He smells like cheap tobacco and... And patchouli oil, and he hadn't bathed in six days. And his wife is cheating on him because I can smell the scent of another man on him. <laughs> and he's just like, and yeah, I remember that was with Rosario Dawson. Yeah. So she's like, you can smell someone four floors down. It's like, oh, don't worry. When he's around the corner, you can smell him too. <laughs> this guy, whoo, he bathes in the stuff. I don't know whether <laughs> I don't know what kind of discount Kmart cologne he got, but. This this stuff is rank. He might as well just use turpentine and dead flowers. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> but it, like the Ben Affleck used once. Used once in the courtroom. Yeah. Where he do, you under, do you realize that perjury is a crime? It's like, oh, you know what? I didn't realize that perjury was a crime, even though I'm a criminal and I, you know, I beat this woman to death with my bare hands and I got bored one day and I. I killed a rabbit, and then I, I, I mutilated the corpse with my penis. <laughs> Always back to the penis. Well, you're the one who brought up the hockey puck. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's Daredevil. It just seems... It's as nice as he <laughs> But in Daredevil, it just seems like we're, we have a little bit of superpower, which is nice. 
And then we have a little bit of the, the Law and Order, which is cool. So it's like a nice balance between the Chris Nolan verse, which is all Law and Order, and everyone's detective, and the Brayton, the smartest man in the world, is actually a billionaire who misreads like news printings and says heast. <laughs> and um, and then you have like I just want I want Shazam. I mean I know Marvel's already working on Doctor Strange. Yeah. But and. DC has talked about Black Adam, but we have no word on who the, who's going to be playing Shazam. And well, you got to find two actors for that one. You got to find a prepubescent kid that right. no one's ever seen before, and then you got to find where he goes. Shazam gets hit by the magical lightning. John Hamm. There's that one. Which one for the for the boy or for the man? For the man. Okay, hopefully this he'll they'll do it a lot better than how they did the original He Man cartoon, where he has changed his underwear. But still, <laughs> change my underwear. I'm Adam, and now I'm He Man. I go front back. <laughs> hey, reversible. But then you know, I was like, because I'm gonna another tangent. I just got done with uh, Jeff Johns Shazam number one, which is literally just. Uh, bits of Shazam that are at the end of all the Justice Leagues. Yeah. And now um, I'm really mad that they're not going to make it a volume two because I'm like, but in volume one, we, we get the introduction of Shazam, Black Adam, the Marvel family, yeah. and then like Tawny the Tiger all in one sitting. Where do we go? We can't go to a radio station. <laughs> oh, yeah. But see, the thing with DC, though, that I remember talking to this one guy while I was at New York Comic Con. Pretty much how DC's going is just like shock, awe, blood, gore, tits. While Marvel's trying to kill off everyone they don't own 100% just so they can get them back because they're going to try to do Secret Wars. That's just sneaky. <laughs> That's brilliant. Just like, oh, See, guess Marvel's what? Got a good oh, idea. Fantastic Four, I guess that comic's going to end. <laughs> guess what? It's going to be a Fantastic Five. It's going to be run by Michael Jackson. <laughs> and they're all going to have superpowers that are done by the tour bus gets hit by a lightning bolt. That's what Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Fantastic with the cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, let's see. No, no, let's stick with Mr. Fantastic on this one for a little oh, bit. Oh, man. Just for, just for a minute or two, just like, we'll go back to the days of Mall Rats. Okay. The movie. And there's Brody. He finds Stan Lee. And then just keeps talking, like, so everything's on stressful. Well, everything's on completely expandable. Even his thing? Well, we don't really get into that because of the comic code. Like, yeah. did Brody really have to bring that up? But it is Brody after a while. Anyway, let's go back to... Yes. <laughs> to so, Marvel. And it, and I think it, that's her name. Yeah. I can't pronounce it. I just go, hey, redhead. And I, hey, redhead. And then I lose all the blood in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see... Like, that's the other thing I don't see a lot in the comic shows I'm watching, the comic books I'm watching, and the movies I'm seeing. I... I want to see more of my heroes. I want... I want a Zatanna show, movie, or something. I want to see. I want to see Wonder Woman, even though their director just dropped out again. I, yeah, and they're gonna get Angelina Jolie to either do it or not do it, and she's gonna do either Captain, uh, the Mary Marvel, Miss Marvel, or she's gonna do uh, Wonder Woman. She don't know which one yet. Mm, I want to see. No one see her as Wonder Woman. Well, she's not gonna be it. She's gonna direct it. Oh, okay. So yeah, the, well, no, that would be good. Yeah. I think I think Gal Gadot is gonna be fine as Wonder Woman. I don't care too much about her not being busty. I thought about it, and that image of her with the Xena outfit that she has on that works. I'm I'm digging that. Let's we can move on with that. What I want to see, because I saw Andriana Patrick, 
uh, try to pull off Wonder Woman in the Davy the Davy Russell pilot. Yeah, that was garbage. That was eaten by a hobo and then diarrheaed out, and <laughs> and then placed in my eyes. That's oh dear God, <laughs> that's worse than stepping in hobo poo and brand new That's shoes. what exactly what happened. You have it to was throw the them out. Worst thing I've ever seen, and it's it you, it's exactly what you expect from someone who's like I write Ali McBeal. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, you write, you write Ali, Ali, Ali McBeal, but nobody reads it. Nobody <laughs> wants Ali McBeal to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Who told you this was a good idea? She's got feelings and problems and, you know, she can't keep him in. So? <laughs> you know what I would love to see, though, as Wonder Woman? Anna Kendrick. I would buy her more as a Cersei. Yeah. Than a Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, would I, just buy... want, I just want to see her in a metal bra. That's all I really want to see. You can see her in, like, silks as a Cersei. Oh, there we go. Or, or nothing at all. There you go. See? And she's just tossing out her hands around and turning people into goats and pigs and whatnot. Yeah. When I'm never gonna get through Marvel. Yep, that's her. Miss yeah. Miss Blue Jewels. <laughs> oh, that's what the color is. Keep in mind, folks, I'm colorblind to red and green, and wow, they're like blue. Yeah, it's like it crazy. is blue, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not I'm not colorblind on this. She's a redhead with crazy blue eyes. It's the and weirdest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it makes you wonder. She looks it. like like they like she showed up at the auditions at True Blood and went. Oh, the cost, the makeup down at home. You get lost because you're hired. If you're not, it's like you already look kind of like a vampire, and you're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> so we're good. Do I want to see though? Like you know, the, the kind of, it was like best thing to say is like remember Executive Decision. Okay. You had Steven Seagal. They pumped up the movie with him. He's going to be there. He dies oh, like the first that, ten minutes. That was the worst bit of like yeah. Steven Seagal's great movie. Let's have a let's have a mo- like a, a, a heroes movie. You know, Marvel, DC, whichever one. But, you know, let's just cast Taylor Swift and have her killed off in the first ten minutes. I know I just pissed off every single tween that's going to listen to this. That'd be awesome. I would but love to see Taylor Swift get, like, Yeah, but have totally her killed, like, like, Quentin Tarantino style, where she, like, explodes and, like, ten gallons of blood just shoot up in everywhere. Who could she play? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Okay, so they do... Never mind, because I just I just got into Justice League Dark, and she could play Enchant- Enchantress. Mm. And apparently, in the first like ten minutes of that, she's like, she shows up hot looking, and then she got all, she goes all Raiders of the or like not Raiders, um, last uh, last of Crusade, and just like, <laughs> oh, the skeleton like oh, okay. age a thousand years all at no, once. No, that was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The open well, the Covenant, I, the yeah. eyeballs fell out. I was like, I was melted. going for, I was going for the last Crusade because. That was more aging than melting, because I was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, that was the wrong cup. Yes. I was like, oh, this is wrong here. He chose poorly. <laughs> it's not the McDonald's cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that one, I swear, the one that says Jesus rocks. <laughs> you had payway. <laughs> that would be a terrible movie. <laughs> I'm so- to finish Daredevil, and probably next week we'll talk about... I Zombie and the Flash, because I need to I need to tell people about I Zombie. I don't think enough people are watching it. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't read the book yet, but I'm probably going to one day. Uh, but I'm gonna finish Daredevil. Pretty much it. Well, I guess we'll call it a wrap for now, and see how this all sounds out for y'all. And hopefully you like it, and we'll make more. This is John, and this is Randy here. Oh, this is Randy. And the scene from Dogfin Radio.